Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, friends? Today on the show, we're going to chat with Kevin Hansen, the lawn care juggernaut from Tulsa, Oklahoma. What's up, Kevin? Doing good, Paul. How's uh, life out there in Oklahoma, man? That's pretty good. We're in the middle of leaf season, so, uh, you know, getting pretty dusty and dirty. Coming home, having the uh, dust boogers. Yeah, with all those um, city violation uh, videos you've been making, man. You've been blowing up on YouTube, dude. Every time I get on YouTube, I city violation, and, and you got, like, crazy amount of views, man. So you've been making uh, YouTube videos cleaning up leaves, huh? Or overgrown yeah. yards. Yeah, we've got quite a bit coming up in the lineup. I've got like three terabytes of footage to edit, so um, I'll be pretty busy this winter with that stuff. Yeah, I remember we were chatting. I think it was at Brian's event, maybe. That was probably last year, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go see Geek the Freak, Greg Chisholm, and uh, that was really cool because no one had really heard from him for a while, and then you got to make a video with him, and I'm sure he must have given you some pro tips because now you're getting crazy amount of views on YouTube. So, Yeah, he's um, kind of done some one-on-one with me, uh, you know, talking on the phone. That's kind of a, a crazy situation. I didn't expect to be able to actually meet him, so... You know, it worked out perfect. Uh, I was kind of a silent fan for a long time. You know, I'd watch um, pretty much all the big YouTubers five or six years ago. I'd watch their videos. And, of course, Greg was, like, you know, the, the real big one that I watched a lot. Yeah. I'd just after I got home and I'd work and I'm, I'm dead tired, I'd watch them all as I'm passing out, you know, trying to learn everything that I can about the industry. Yeah. No, that was when I was a heavy, avid uh, YouTube viewer back in the day that would have probably been about the same time so i was watching uh geek the freak and keith kalfas and stan genetic bnb lawn care naylor lcr and uh brian top notch and those guys were all kind of in the you know the early days the ogs if you will is that kind of who you were watching five six years ago learning from oh yeah for sure yeah that was awesome and then over the years, I got my bit, like I learned from them and then I got my business, you know, really rolling. And then it's like, I just didn't have as much time to watch YouTube because I'm running my business, starting a podcast or, you know, running all that. So nowadays I'm, I'm not into, like, I'd watch it for hours back then because I was working in radio as well and I'd have free time. But um, yep. now I don't watch it as more, but when I do open it up your um i think the algorithm suggests you know who you should watch and i'm telling you dude your your thing comes up every time and it'll be like city violation and you're so somehow the algorithm is uh honoring you or feeding you or whatever you're doing keep doing it well you know i'm i'm getting the luck of the draw at the moment i think so yeah i've noticed it kind of cycles between different people Mm -hmm. and uh when you have a video that hits you just kind of keep going with it and then if you mess up and you put out one that doesn't hit, the next three or four videos are going to they're, they're gonna suck on views. So, yeah, so I mean, that's just what I've noticed. Yeah, no, I, I've noticed the same thing because I used to make videos for uh, sports. And if I would yeah. do a reaction to my favorite team, the Cleveland Browns, they would keep losing. So, I'd, you know, I'd be throwing a fit and I'd be all mad about, you know, Baker Mayfield and these guys. What are they doing out there? And it would get, you know, 
10, 20, 30. I mean, I was getting 80,000 views. It was crazy making these sports videos. And then if I would like change it up and, you know, do like a vlog or something else, it would flop. It would get like, you know, not that many views. And so I understand that, uh, how that all worked, but I'm going to resurrect my YouTube channel here in 2021. So it's pretty fun. I enjoy doing it. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of made, uh, made me like my business, um, in a lot of ways that I didn't use to like it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was starting to get burnt out on some areas of my business and it's just kind of fun you know, uh, sharing my experience. I get on there and I talk about whatever, you know, my, my thing is, um, I'll do like a tall cut or people like watching crazy stuff. It doesn't matter what it is, you know, crazy cleanup or, you know, some kind of transformation. Like you see the power washing and the dirty cars or nasty carpet and people are cleaning it. And, uh, so it's like all this stuff that's bad for your business seems to be good for you. (laughs) Yeah. So like all the stuff that I hated doing before. And I, I, so like I'm, I'm cutting tall stuff now and I'm really enjoying it. It's kind of taking me back to my roots of where I started. Um, because I did a lot of those, those type of cleanups when I first started and I was doing them cheap, man, super cheap. But now, you know, I'm cutting them and I don't care if I'm making money or not on, you know, doing the lawn because I'm actually enjoying doing it. I'm not saying do that. I'm doing this in my free time after I get done working, you know, cause like I said, all the stuff that's good for my business. I go out and for my business, I only touch weekly. Like in 2018, I quit doing uh, bi-weekly yard and I went all weekly in 2019. Didn't touch anything tall all year long. And then 2020, I'm cutting crazy stuff. It's weird. Yeah. Well, um, I, I want to <laughs> dive deeper into this story. We're going to take a quick break though and uh, hear it from today's show sponsor. And then uh, coming up, we're going to dive deeper into the story of Kevin Hansen, the lawn care juggernaut. If you want to learn how to properly install paper projects and retaining walls, visit theheartscapeacademy.com. There you'll find two different training courses and soon more coming about how to install properly to national guidelines with our own twists and tips and tricks we have learned over 20-some years to properly install these projects. It's a great resource. It's two and a half hours long each at $99. It's a great value at $99 each. If you buy both, there is a bundle special. Be sure to check out theheartscapeacademy.com. Are you ready to make some serious money this winter with snow and ice management services? Are you looking to position yourself as an industry professional and to protect your bottom line from issues like unstable salt prices? Don't get left out in the cold this winter. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to check out the highly sought-after commercial and residential snow plowing contracts. These agreements are available for internet download and are easy to edit and make your own. DebtFreeLandscaper.com, the green industry's most professional resource for lawn and landscape contracts, hiring employees and subcontractors, and where you'll find the same money-making commercial snow contract that numerous contractors like Brian Fullerton have used to dominate the snow and ice management industry. DebtFreeLandscaper.com Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to get access to these incredible resources today and put yourself in a position to plow through the competition. Most landscapers are so tired, they just want to enjoy a little of their evening. However, you often go home and your bookkeeping from the day or week immediately demands your time. Unfortunately, because you can't give it your full energy or focus, it just sits there, night after night, untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good cash flow, good decision making, and the peace of mind you need. 
Because your business demands your time elsewhere, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a full-service bookkeeping solution that is guaranteed to give you your time back and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com. One-on-one business coaching is now available with Paul Jamison. Better call Paul. That's all. Details in the notes. Now back to the Green Industry Podcast. All right, friends, we are back with Kevin Hansen, the lawn care juggernaut, and I want to dive deeper into your actual business, but what was that first video that really popped with the city violations? And for those of you who don't know what I mean by city violations, Kevin will have a thumbnail when there'll be like this overgrown tall grass type deal, and it just looks like a forest. Like for us here in Georgia, it's scary because there's snakes in that tall grass. I mean, you got to be careful to, you know... You you stay away from the tall grass, you know what I mean? So what what like went on in your brain to be like, man, I should make a video and cut the jungle. Well, I knew that uh, I knew that cutting a tall lawn would be kind of fun for the channel, and I figured I would do one, and um, you know, just kind of explain what I how I would go about taking care of that because I talk about different techniques with mowing and stuff a lot, but. Um, so I, I had my eye on this lawn for like months, right? I'm looking at it growing. I'm like, this thing's ugly. It's wild. It's nasty. It'll be fun. And uh, so I'm like, hey, James, you know, because my brother was working with me this year. I'm like, James, we should go cut that. He's like, yeah, no, we shouldn't. I'm like, no, we should go cut it. He's like, yeah, you're not getting paid to do that. We shouldn't do that. I'm like, oh, come on, let's go cut it. So he completely turned me down, but my dad came into town one day and, uh, you know, my dad was wanting to make a video. I'm like, hey, I got an idea for a video. And so we're going to the store and, uh, I'm like, hey, Dad, we could go cut that one. He's like, all right. So we went and cut that one. We didn't we didn't charge anything for it. We didn't have uh, intentions on making money. At that point, YouTube wasn't making any money. I'd make like maybe $2 a video. And uh, so it was like pure intention. How many and, subs did you have before your first uh, video popped? Um, so at the beginning of the year, we broke the monetization mark, which is 1000 Mm-hmm. And um, a thousand subscribers and four thousand hours of watch time, or something like that. Yeah, okay. yeah, and I think we had maybe I don't know fifteen hundred subscribers, two thousand subscribers, uh, somewhere in that range. Um, it wasn't very much. And then um, I made that video with my dad. You know, we went out and cut it, and I'm, I listen to a lot of um, sermons. And uh, one of the, the preachers that I like to listen to a lot is Charles Stanley. So I just happened to be listening to that while I was editing. That's really good. I'd like to put some of that on my video. So I, I took some clips and put it on my video and I didn't figure I'd make any money off of it because it's, you know, somebody else's stuff. Um, and well, I ended up popping. So, I mean, I didn't care if I made no money, if it wasn't monetized. I do that a lot. Like I'll take clips of something that I like, or maybe a clip from, you know, uh, some song or something like, I had a video where my brother's skipping uh, across the lawn with a pair of hedge trimmers and it had like the full house theme song oh, yeah. that I played at the beginning. Well, it, it worked really good for the clip. It was funny. So to me, I don't care. I'll lose all the money off that video. You know, if it's worth the joke, 
So for 10 or 15 seconds where it makes like a funny joke, I lost, you know, the hours of shooting and then the hours of editing and then all that, you know, I just, I don't care about the money with it. And in my opinion, if you treat YouTube that way, then the success is only going to happen. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm well, not saying I've made it, but I'm saying like, no, I, I understand. Obviously, so I'm yeah. curious back to the, the story where you go out with your dad and you see the overgrown lawn. So that wasn't even a customer. You didn't get any revenue from cutting that grass. You're just like, this will make a cool video. Let's, let's film yeah. the renovation, if you will, of making it go from overgrown to, you know, a nice crispy Oklahoma lawn. And then you threw yeah. that up on YouTube and, uh, you know, it, it, it got a lot of views and then you were like, man, I should probably make another one like that. Or what happened next? Okay. So yeah. So like I said, I threw that sermon on there and, um, Charles Stanley is right down like, the street from, by the way, I'm he's, he's, his church is here in Atlanta. I've been there a couple yeah? of times. Did, yeah. Did you see him before you retired? Oh yeah. In touch. I, he, uh, I, I got to shake his hand and meet him and all that. Yeah. That is awesome. Um, so I, I played that over the video. Um, and where I want to go with that is like, I had no intention on doing any more tall stuff. Like it started getting decent amount of views, you know, like 10,000, 15,000, 20,000. It kind of plateaued there. That was a good amount of views, but not like anything that I'm like, oh, okay, Hey, awesome. Let's make 20 more. Um, but then I was like, okay, Whatever. I'll uh I'll keep my eye out. If I have somebody that calls me and they want it done, then you know, I'll sell the job and we'll go out and do it or uh if I get assigned then whatever. And uh later that day after saying that, I got a call from our city um our city code enforcement officer and uh they asked me to be um an abatement contractor and do some you know, they were, they were looking for contractors to come cut the overgrown stuff for the city. Wow. I was like, well, I guess that's a, that's a sign. So I was like, whatever, I'll do it. So I'll go around. And if I think there's one that's worth cutting and it'll make a cool video, then I'll, I'll, uh, I mean, I'll come in and I'll underbid it. Cause I'll make a cool video out of it. Yeah. Me, with that, it's not about the money. So from a business standpoint, that's a horrible idea. And somebody should right. underbid something, but from a YouTube standpoint, it gives me content, which is something for people to enjoy. Yeah. And, you know, what's good for YouTube isn't necessarily what's good for business. You know, for a long time, I was like, hey, James, let's go cut that. And he's like, no, you're not making money off of it. You're going to tear your equipment up and whatever. And I'm like, dude, who cares? I'll make a cool video. <laughs> so I actually bought like a junk mower that I can tear up and now I don't have to worry about it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I got into that. And I'll go around and I'll. The, the first one, I'll underbid it. Of course, after you win an abatement property, you get them for the next six months. Um, you don't have to rebid on it, but I'll let them go back up. I don't really care. I'm not about, um, you know, I'll, I'll go cut them again, but it's not my source of income. Like I said, I've got a lot of weekly lawns and a really nice tight route in Tulsa. Mm -hmm. So this stuff is all stuff that we're doing after work. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, overtime or you know people have hobbies maybe somebody goes and you know they i don't know tinker around on motorcycles or whatever for me i like cutting grass man i like cutting grass and making videos so it's my hobby yeah well it's cool to see you take off man because now i'm looking you got twenty seven thousand uh subscribers 
on the YouTube at the recording, you know, of this Green Industry Podcast episode. But, you know, as the if you continue to stick with it, it will just continue to grow. But it's just really cool, uh, you know, to see um, that success. And I'm sure, you know, the AdSense has been a, a nice little um, side hustle, if you will, um, to, to have some little extra money coming in. And uh, it's just a really cool story, man. Yeah, I'm pretty impressed with uh, where everything's going. Um, it's been really good growth. I'm I'm happy with it. It's just, it feels unreal. Like I've been recognized a couple times. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it just doesn't feel real, man. Yeah, um, well, that that's always fun. What was what, where did someone recognize you? Are uh, what he means by that for those uh, listening when you're out in public and someone recognizes you from YouTube or podcast or you know social media and they're like, hey, I know you, and uh, it feels awesome. I mean, I love it. Whatever, it's just it's a lot of fun. So what? How? Uh, what was the scenario and how did that make you feel? Um, I, I don't know, man. It's still it's still really fresh to me. Obviously, it's flattering and it feels good. But uh, on the other side, I don't, I don't know, man. Because like we're just lawn guys, and I'm, you know, I'm an itty bitty lawn guy, and I'll talk about tips and tricks. So I get a lot of people that, you know, they'll watch me, and even in my local area, they'll watch me. And um, you know, I talk a lot about business and marketing, and um, you know, things that help you out when you're starting and you have no budget. Because like I started with absolutely no money. Like I was. Uh, when I, when I very first started, I, I was pretty close to being homeless. So we were behind on rent. Everything was looking rough. Um, uh, my wife was pregnant and, uh, we had just moved to Tulsa. So, you know, things were rough and yeah. I started with no money and it was like this crawl. So I don't know. Um, I feel like I have almost an obligation. Like a lot of the stuff that I learned was from people that I was, I was watching and I would, mm -hmm. you know, listen to some of their stuff and then I would implement a lot of their stuff. Right. So yeah. I feel the obligation to return that favor and help people out that are just starting out. I think that's the, the right thing to do. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. I don't know how well that helps me in my area. Cause I give a lot of tips about, you know, what I'm doing for my marketing and, you know, basically what other people would call a trade secret, which is, I, I think kind of dumb. Um, but I do give out my marketing strategies and if somebody wanted to come in and overlap me, I guess, you know, I would, wouldn't be so good for my business, but, uh, you know, we're pretty small. We're looking to grow in the future, but we're pretty small now. But, uh, yeah, as far as getting, uh, recognized, they'll, they'll come up to me and it's normally with something like where, that. where hey, was man, it at? Where was it at? Um, well, um, so I've been recognized a couple of times. One was at home Depot and then the other two were, I was doing a leaf cleanup and they came up to me like they're walking up and I'm like, Oh man, what are they going to say to me? You know, like, cause you never know with, uh, other lawn guys in the mm -hmm. beginning, it was like, there's like this animosity, animosity between, uh, lawn guys, I think. Mm -hmm. And then like over the years that's kind of changed and it's more friendly, but still you have to wonder when somebody's walking up on you, All right, are they going to complain that I'm over here cleaning up leaves and maybe one or two got on their property or what. But, uh, you know, which I'm, I'm pretty good about cleaning up leaves that I get on something else's property. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the guy walked up and he started talking to me about a DIY leaf loader that I made. And then at the end of the conversation, I asked him for his card and he's like, yeah, I don't need yours, man. You're famous. I'll find you. So <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So it was, was kind of weird being called famous because, you know, obviously we're, you know, we're lawn I'm, bros, I'm but. Yeah, yeah, I was just a little long guy. Yeah, well, it was funny because my buddy Nick that I went to high school with, 
he was at a gas station in uh, Canton, Ohio area. Or, uh, yeah, I think it was a gas station. And he's in there. And uh, Sean Spencer from uh, Spencer's Lawn Care goes into the gas station. And the clerk uh, at the gas station started freaking out. He's like, oh, my gosh, I watch you on YouTube. He's going crazy, you know, meeting Sean. And, and then Sean leaves. Uh, and and then the guy's like, this is post, um, you know, Sean's exit. The guy's like, I can't believe I met Spen-. Like, he's like freaking out. And so my friend Nick worked for um, Cintas, the uniform. You know, he was the, uh, they deliver the mats and the uniforms and the, you know, the company. Um, yeah. Centos. Oh, yeah. So, so anyway, he was in there doing his service and he observed this. And so then he called me and he's like, he's like, Paul, he's like, I just witnessed something really weird. He's like some guy named Spencer lawn care or something came in and cause he knew I was, a, you know, I own a lawn care company in Atlanta and he's like, what's up with this? Like this guy was like famous or something. And, and cause the guy was freaking out, you know, like he met some A-list celebrity and I explained to him that there's the community and we make videos and podcasts and video, you know, all this stuff. And that, uh, you know, people watch it and whatever. And he was like, that was the weirdest thing. He was like, I was trying to figure out who is this Spencer's lawn care guy and uh, why was the guy so starstruck and everything. And so then I blew Nick away. I was like, oh, yeah, I know Sean. I was like, I was, uh, you know, I was, he's like, you know this guy? I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, I think I talked to him last night, you know, and because uh, Sean Spencer is my friend. I mean, he's just a regular guy, you know what I mean? We, I don't think nothing of it, but to see, a, you know, in a scenario like that where someone like freaks out because – he didn't know Sean Spencer be walking into the gas station and he sees him. So it's cool the the influence that we have. I was at Quick Trip, the gas station down here, and I walk out and this guy walks up to me. He's like, hey, Paul. And he just starts talking to me. And I'm thinking, how in the world? I don't know this guy. So I'm thinking, you know, is he a subcontractor? Maybe I just, I couldn't, I'm going through my mind. Like, you know, this guy's deeply in this conversation. Like we're best friends. And I was like, I have no idea who he is. So I was like, just thinking like, you know, who in the world is this guy? And then finally I was kind of like, I clued it all together and he listens to the green industry podcast. He just saw me at the gas station and was just, you know, he knew all about my life cause he listened, but it was, it was really cool. And, uh, you know, he owned the lawn care business in the same area that I work in. And then I connected the dots and then it wasn't as awkward and it's like, Oh, cool. And then when we see each other now, it's like, Hey, what's up, man? Well, it's kind of cool from a, a viewer's perspective. Like, I watched several of the guys, you know, um, for years mm-hmm. silently just watching their videos. Mm-hmm. So I, I really got to know them like we're best friends or, you know, like we never even talk, you know, it's kind of like with Greg, I've never even talked to him. And, um, you know, like he, he watched some of my videos. I reached out to him when I started a channel. I was like, Hey man, I started a channel. I just want to say thank you. And, you know, just probably total fanboy stuff at that point. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, I mean, uh, you know, I really thought I'd, I'd known about him, but, uh, you know, I just wanted to let him know and thank him. And then I think he had watched my videos for like a good solid year before I actually got to make a, a video with him, you know? So mm-hmm. he was like, okay, this guy's not really crazy, but uh, a funny little story with Sean Spencer, right? Um, my first client to tell me they were watching my videos this year, they're like, Hey, I actually watch your videos. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. How'd you find it? Cause you know, like I don't connect my, my YouTube with my business. Mm-hmm. I just started out when I, when I did that, I figured I would probably goof off a lot on video mm-hmm. and I do. Um, so I never connected that, but anyways, my clients are starting to find me anyways. And one of them found me and they're like, yeah, I watch, uh, I watch Spencer's long care. Do you know? Like, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, 
They're like, well, that's how I found you. You know, I watched that and I recommended one of your videos. So I thought that was kind of cool when you brought that up. Yeah. Well, even uh, pro, uh, pro Cut Long Care, Cody and Courtney in Tennessee, I was interviewing them on my summer tour this year at their home. And I didn't realize this until I, you know, was sitting on their front porch and he was explaining to me, like he had watched uh, YouTube for years. He'd watch B and B lawn care. And, you know, he watched the same guys we watched geek, the freak and all of them. And then at the beginning of this year, he was like, well, you know, let's, we can make videos too. And then they blew up uh, as well. I mean, you know, uh, dude, they've had massive success. They, they popped off that. Yeah. Which is really, really cool. Yeah. But it was like, he just, was a viewer for all these years and, and, and started making content. And so it's, uh, it's just a really unique and, uh, you know, when someone has success like yourself, I just wanted to, to make sure that you could share your story and, and get on the show. Cause now, you know, 27,000 subscribers, a lot of people are, are finding out, man, it's long care juggernaut guy. And I, I just wanted you to kind of introduce yourself and share. Cause on the videos, a lot of times, you know, you don't get to see the whole picture and on podcasts, people can get to see a little bit behind the scenes of, um, you know, how quirky Brian Fullerton and everyone really, I mean, you know, the, the guys are just regular bros and, and, uh, just, uh, you know, YouTube, you can always, you know, appear larger than life, but we're all just regular, uh, people, you know what I mean? Well, I think everybody's got kind of a persona when they turn on the camera, turn on, you know, the microphone or whatever it might be. You gotta have, it's, it's, just to be more entertaining for sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, several of the guys I've met, what's really cool about it is the way they're talking in the camera or the way they're talking on the microphone more amped up when they're on camera, but they're the exact same people. So mm. yeah, I completely agree with you on that. Yeah, no, it was cool. I got to hang out with Greg, exact same guy. I mean, the guy, he's just a, oh, yeah. he is just a genuine, great guy, uh, caring and uh i think generous would probably be the best word and uh you know just to hang out at this house and you know just the same i mean same exact thing as he does on air off air it's just it's really uh really fun um you know <laughs> hang it out he's like hey you want some freaky snacks and like you want some cereal and like uh just uh man that was so much fun but the problem is when we got there we were all nervous i was nervous Naylor was nervous i think he might have been nervous i mean you know he, he, he we're kind of strangers to him we're coming to his house and we're all kind of little shy and tense and whatever and, and we slowly you know eased into the afternoon then by the end of the day you know, we're just like making all these videos. He's like, oh, let's do this. And he had all these ideas and we're, we're, he's literally jogging to, to get in uh, to his truck so we could drive back and get one more video in before sunset. He's like, oh, and then, you know, I wake up the next morning and I thought I'm, I'm tiptoeing around cause I didn't want to wake anyone up. And he's already up. He's like, oh, I've been up since 2am. I got an idea for another video we could do before you leave. And he was all like, it's um, natural. It's organic. It's like, he just loves making videos. You know what I mean? It's just a oh, passion. He, he's, he's, He's got these ideas and he's oh, we could do this and we could do that. And he was just bubbling with um, this natural energy and buoyancy. And it rubs off on you because it was firing me up. And, um, you know, Naylor and I, we had to go interview uh, Danny Lanier and Blake Albertson all still that same day in Kansas City. And Greg lives near St. Louis. So it was like, we, you know, we were like, man, we got to get going. But it was like, you got the freak all fired up, wanting to make videos. It was like, this is awesome, man. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. I was definitely nervous when I went to make a video with him, which was, which was different because um, I went to the GIE and like I was trying to pull myself out of my shell because you know I'm no name and I, I still 
to this point, I, I see myself as like a no-name channel, just not there yet. But, uh, you know, I was walking up to people like Brian Fullerton and uh, Danny Lanier, um, pretty much anybody I could find, right? And I'm like, hey, will you shoot me an intro? You know, I'd walk up to Keith Kelvis or something. Hey, will you do an intro? And so, you know, I get them to do an intro. And then when I get around Craig, I was completely, completely nervous, which you can see on my video, you know, like just, um, I don't say starstruck, but definitely nervous about, you know, and then, you know, it was the first time he'd been on camera for a long time. So I didn't know, yeah. am I allowed to turn on camera? Am I not? And he's like, yeah, let's do a video. Yeah. So, you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, we were rolling up. Me and Naylor drove, you know, from the airport. Then we went to this raggedy McDonald's in the hood and got, Naylor wanted a yogurt parfait when he got off the airplane. We drove the whole wrong way because I thought Greg lived in Illinois. So I started driving to Illinois and I find, later found out he's in Missouri, which is on the border, you know what I mean? But we're going the whole wrong yeah. way. But anyway, Naylor and I, we're just talking and talking and talking and talking and just, we're just, we can't stop talking, you know, catching up on, um, you know, you get two entrepreneurs together. We're just flowing with ideas and, um, we're, we're following the GPS on my phone and then, you know, it shows five miles away, four, three, two, and then we're one mile away and Naylor just stops talking. He just, it's, you know, nothing. And then I stopped, talk, I stopped talking and, uh, he, he, you know, he kind of shyly, quietly, he's like, are you nervous? I was like, yeah, a little bit. Are you? And he's like, yeah. And we, then we didn't talk. We just, the GPS, 0.8 miles, 0.7. I'm driving all slow, but you know what? Through his beautiful neighborhood, all these big houses, 0.5 miles, 0.4. And then the lady on the GPS, you know, you've arrived. And we're like, still not talking. And we pull up all slow. And we're thinking, I don't know what Naylor was thinking. I was like, uh, I guess we're here. And, uh, but we didn't talk. We were both nervous. And then the garage slowly opened. And then there's Greg. He had his blue shirt on, Geek to Freak Fitness. And he's like, hey, guys. And, uh, oh, man. <laughs> and I was like, I got to go to the bathroom, man, because I was holding it in since I picked Naylor up from the airport. And uh, everyone started laughing. It kind of broke the ice. And, and Naylor's like, oh, come on, Paul. And I was like, no, seriously. I can you know? And he took me in and let me use the restroom. So <laughs> we were nervous too, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty wild how that feels. And it's crazy too because Greg's, um, so Greg's channel, I mean, he had at one point like 16 million subscribers. And it just shows you how relatively, you know, to me, it, it kind of keeps you at the level where you realize your channel's not that big. You know what I mean? Well, he was so number one the in the whole it. world it, yeah, it, for yeah. 10 weeks in a row. It wasn't Justin Bieber's music or Joe Rogan or who I don't even watch YouTube as much as, you know, I used to, but I don't even know who's the popular people. Uh, I don't even know. So I'm not gonna embarrass myself, but it was Greg is, <laughs> is his, his channel was number one in the whole entire world for 10 weeks in a row, you know, getting, just outrageous amount of daily views and and you know billions and billions uh, and billions and billions of views you know if you add them all up and uh, it's just wild that, that that story of success and then for him to give back to guys like you and Naylor and myself and um you know just take time to to um hang out with us i'm really hoping he goes to gie next year that'll be really cool for the community if guys can express their appreciation to him yeah, that would be really cool. Because I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, I, I'm coming up on episode 300 of this podcast, and when I interview guys that hear the same story of you, you know, of 
financially things were tight, you know, his, you know, young marriage and getting things going. And a lot of people say, it. and I started a lawn care company because I watched Greg, uh, Greek the Freak on YouTube and I was watching him do it. And I'm like, oh, I can do it too. And um, there's so many guys that have literally started a lawn care business because they watch Greg on YouTube. And um, it's uh, a lot of, of folks are can say, yep, that was me. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It, it, imagine how many people he's impacted in their life. So you have all the people that started a business because of him and learned a career or learned how to do sales or whatever it might be. Or maybe they grew their business and they were able to employ other people. All those people were impacted. Then you have people like me that learned from, you know, all the guys that started in the beginning. But, you know, Greg was the one that I was really looking at. How do I do this? And, you know, so I took his teachings and then I perfected certain areas, you know, because I just honed in on what I did, you know, and um, now I'm I'm sharing it as well. And there's a, like, I think every, what, two years, it's like a whole big wave of new YouTubers come into the uh, industry and they're like, hey, check this out. And so you got to think um, everybody that's probably, I think Keith Kelpis started around the same time as Greg too. So, I mean, between those guys, how many, how many people started their business mm-hmm. and then, you know, how many people are they teaching to start a business? And it's like this ripple effect. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can respect anybody that's um, willing to give information freely to help somebody else without expecting anything in return. I, I just truly respect that. And, you know, nothing against somebody selling a uh, course and I'll probably do that down the road. Who knows? But, uh, you know, I, I just think it's um, it's an honorable thing. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, man. So, well, I'll tell you what, Kevin. Hopefully, we can do a part two again. I got a lot of um, tight on time here to the, the um, with this episode, but I'd love to hear more stories from you in the days ahead, and uh, we'll definitely get you back on a re- as a return guest, and uh, we can dive deeper. I know today we kind of focused on your YouTube, but I think guys want to hear the backstory. Um, you know, we watch these videos, what, you know, what it's really like behind the scenes and all that. And then, uh, we'll have you back on the show where you can share a little bit more of how you've actually built your business. I was watching, you know, the video where you've got a $3 million home you maintenance. And, you know, I'd love to dive deep into the actual, um, you know, lawn care business that you operate and, and any takeaways you want to share with us. So how about we bring you back on, uh, for a part two here in the near future? Absolutely, man. I love that. Cool, man. Well, thank you for your time. And how can people connect with you if maybe they haven't seen your YouTube videos? Um, Long Care Juggernaut on YouTube. I don't know what my Instagram is. I'd love to plug it. I think it's Kevin Hansen underscore Juggernaut. And then, you know, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'm not on as many Long Care Facebook groups anymore, but yeah. Cool, man. Well, the Long Care Juggernaut, thanks for being on the show. And we'll definitely uh, get you back on for part two. Absolutely, man. Sounds great. Let's face it. There are so many ways to bring in revenue in the green industry. How do you determine which services and at what prices are best for your business? Well, I've got some good news. Paul would love to help you dial in the details to create a roadmap to profitability and success. There's a huge sale of 30% off on -on one-on-one business coaching going on right now, just in time for Christmas. To get started, click the link in today's show notes and schedule your private one-on-one business coaching call with Paul Jamison.
Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. Sure, the episode's over, but you can stay connected with Paul on Instagram at Paul Jameson, also at Green Industry Podcast. On his YouTube, it's Paul Jameson. And if you're ready to take your business to the next level by raising your rates, please check out Paul's rate increase letter. It's a plug and play document that will help you professionally communicate with your existing customers of why you're increasing their rates. Paul's rate increase letter and links to other products and services that you heard about during the episode available in today's show notes. And thank you for listening. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.